Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. He's coming for us in the clouds any moment. And he commands his people to watch, therefore, and be ready. Dove Schwartz here, standing in the hills just outside Jerusalem, looking right now at the miracle mountains with miracle people, Jewish people, who the Lord's called back from the nations, here in the land, standing on these miracle mountains. True and living sign that Messiah Jesus is coming any Moment. Welcome to the program today, and I have a very special program that cuts right to the center of the core of our identity and our life in Messiah Jesus. First, a word of prayer. Oh, fo- oh, Holy Father in heaven, we thank you and praise you for your goodness to us. Oh, that we can cry out, Abba, Father, by the spirit of adoption in Messiah Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Bless all of our listeners today. Bless this program, please, for your glory, for our Savior's glory, by your spirit please, and also bless our listeners today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, uh, there is a very special passage of Scripture. And if we will get this down, if we will measure success this way and say, this is the goal of my life, I believe we'll we'll be successful in every area of our life. We'll be successful in every area of our lives. Does anyone want to be successful? Does anyone want to to live a meaningful life? Uh, you know, they say that on someone's tombstone, there is the time they were born, the dash mark, and then the the date of their demise for, or, or leaving this life into the next, to go into the next life. And so who wants to make that dash mark important, right? And, and so here is a passage of scripture the Lord is reminding me of that is so very special, and he's, by his spirit, he's doing something, by the Holy Spirit, he's doing something with this passage, this well-known, duh, passage, but is it really duh, is it? Let's let's talk about it in just a moment. Uh, So here we go, in Mark 12, beginning in verse 28, then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, Perceiving that he had answered them well, our Lord Jesus had answered others. He was discussing things of God with well. The scribe came and asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Which is the most important commandment? Jesus answered him, uh, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Now, I want to stop for a moment and tell you this is the... This is the passage from which call, which comes the Shema. In, in synagogues, in Jewish synagogues all around the world, every Saturday, every Shabbat, this is a passage that is read Deuteronomy chapter 6, beginning verse 4. And from it comes what's called the Shema. And, 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 and Shema means hear. So they're very familiar with this. And he goes on, our Lord Jesus goes on, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
There's no other commandment greater than these. And that's true. That's true. And, and, and so um, we, we, I think, need to be reminded, um, and personally, I certainly do. I'll, I'll start with me. Um, I can be in ministry. We can give funds to the poor every month, which we do. We can, we can um, give funds to, to great kingdom work. We can sow our lives into these things. I, I, I sow my life into um, blessing Israel and the nations where the Lord leads me. And, and that's what I do every day as much as I know how. And I do that because I, I want to serve the Lord. I do that because I love Jesus, the Lord. Well, most of the time, that's why I do it. Most of the time, that's why I do it. But I find myself at different times in my life being convicted by this verse and, 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 and needing to go back to this first commandment and take inventory of what? Of my heart, my soul, my mind, and am I doing this with all my strength? What? Loving Jesus, the Lord. Um, and and we, we remember that if we love Jesus, the Lord, as we obey him, we then have relationship with our Father in heaven and the Holy Spirit. What do you mean? Well, it's not that when we're born again and we're saved, if there's times where we disobey the Lord or don't love him with all of our heart this, like we should, that somehow we lose our salvation and we're not saved anymore. That's, that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? That whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Many of those people whom the Lord loves that he gave his son for, he loves them, but they won't ever experience his love. Why? Because they reject Jesus. They reject Jesus. And I submit to you, God loves his children. But are we missing out on experiencing his love for us? Are we missing out on relationship with him? Are we, are we the ones missing out? And certainly, I'm confident he would feel like he is too. Because he wants to have that kind of relationship with us. Um, uh with my own mother, for example, with my own mother, I loved my mother. Uh, my mother, uh, you know, sometimes children, they look like or take after one parent more than the other. Uh, my daughter looks like me and behaves like me more than my son. Uh, I looked like my mother. My mother has passed away now. She's with the Lord. And so uh, she passed away in 2011. So um, the point I'm making is this. I loved my mother, but as she was sick and dying... I realized how much I loved my mother and wanted to be closer to her. And, and she made mention of that. She talked about that. We talked about those things. Why am I telling you this? Because um, as much as I loved my mother, I wasn't experiencing the relationship with my mother that I should have. And when, when a situation like that is that they're dying, that's when you realize those things. Yeah. Um, with family relationships. And maybe there's someone listening today and you can say, yeah, I, I can give you an amen. But why am I saying this? I'm saying this because our Father in heaven loves us. And he sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us and to give us this new life. And we're saved. But, but the way that we experience him, and there's no better thing or person in the, in the creation or in the world uh, 
to experience than the Creator. In Him is life. In Him is fullness of joy. Um, In Him are pleasures forevermore. In Him is help through the hard times. He is the same Lord that's the Lord of the mountaintop experiences in the mountains is also the Lord in the valley, in the difficulties, in the hardships. And so what what I'm trying to say is, is this. We've got to get this right. I do. We've got to get this right. And, and, and so I'm going to take a break in just a moment. And when I come back, I want to talk about the, the things that are mentioned here, uh, the expressions and the, the, uh, the ways that are very specifically mentioned here that we're to love the Lord our God. Or that we're to love the Lord our God. And people always say, when I talk about this, yeah, but you, you don't forget, we're to love our neighbors ourselves. Well, certainly we are. I, I've heard people, you know, of people who have said, well, I love God, I just don't love people. Well, if you love the Lord, you're going to love people. His love will be operating through your life. So one doesn't go without the other. So if you're the one, if you're one of those people who says, I love the Lord, but I just don't love people, well, eh, well we, we got to talk. Well, please listen to the rest of the show very carefully. And, and, and so... We need to get this right. We need to get this right. We need to love the Lord our God before everything else. But if we'll do that, everything else will be much more right than it is right now in our lives. Yeah? And so we'll talk more about that in just a moment. But first, I do want to take a break and talk about our ministries. Watch Therefore. That's kind of the umbrella organization we have. Watch Therefore. Or watching for the coming of the Lord and doing our best to obey his commands until he comes. That's the faithful servant in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. And so we want to be the faithful servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded until he does. So that he's ready when the master comes, who could come at any time. And and, and the, well, the way we do that is through our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. And so Blessing Israeli Believers is sponsoring this program today along with Watch Therefore. So you can go to watchtherefore.tv, you can go to blessingisraelibelievers.com, and you'll find out more specifics. And these ministries uh, sponsor the program and bring it to you like today. And what we ask is, since our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, that you would seek after him. And if he puts on your heart to financially partner with this ministry, please do so, because it costs a lot of money to do this program. And, and so I'll do the work. I want to do the work, but I can't pay for it because it just costs too much for me to pay for. So now I help. Um, you know, we partner together financially, but uh, I can't do it all. So as the Lord leads, amen? Go to watchtherefore.tv or blessingisraelibelievers.com. Now, having said that, let's go back to the first and greatest commandment. You shall love the Lord your God. Well, before that, he says, oh, hero Israel, Yet we know this new covenant, then it goes out to the nations of the world. Hear, O Israel, and hear all of the Watch Therefore listeners today, and hear everyone in the world. Hear, O nations of the world. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Now, people say, well, how can there be one God but the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit? It's really very simple. The one, and, and people say, oh, it's so impossible to understand. Actually, there's one true and living God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Three persons that make up this one God. Well, how can that be one God? Well, there is no other God. The first commandment is thou shalt have no other gods. I know that's very politically incorrect. It's a very politically incorrect book that we have called the Bible and a very 
politically incorrect um, uh, creator of the universe who is more concerned about his kingdom than he is political correctness. Hallelujah. So the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart. What does this mean? Well, how do we love him with our heart? How do we love him with our heart? What is it? What is it? Our heart is that that thing that just pumps blood in our chest. Well, I think we can understand that if that muscle that pumps blood in our chest stops doing that for a few minutes, we're in big trouble, right? You know, the heart is the center of life. Life, our life is dependent on a healthy heart. I've heard it said this way. Well, the heart of the problem is the problem with the heart. And so um, our heart is something we are to guard, the Bible says, from it flow the wellsprings of life. And if our heart is right towards our Lord Jesus, that I love Jesus, the Lord, that's why I think the things I think. That's why I speak the things I speak. That's why I live the way I live, because I love the Lord with my heart. You know, our heart directs our life. Our heart directs our life. And, and, and there are people who say that, and, and you can know what's on your heart. People all around you know what's on your heart. Did you know that? Uh, I've heard people say to me, well, only God knows my heart. Well, no, everybody knows your heart. Well, how's that? Because Jesus, our Lord says, what's in your heart comes out of your mouth. What's in your heart. You can ask the people around you, what do you think is on my heart? And they, they'll tell you if they'll be honest with you. They can tell you why. Because you, you tell them when you speak, right? Everybody knows what's on our hearts in general terms. You know, are there secrets that are in your heart? Yes. What I'm talking about is, is our attitude, what we really care about, what is most important to us in our life. Everybody knows it because that's what we talk about. Yeah? Where's your heart? Do you talk about Jesus, the Lord, a whole lot? Is he what the one that is on your heart? Is, is your life expressed by that I love Jesus by what comes out of your mouth? Because with the mouth, the abundance of the heart is understood. Yes? And so we're to love the Lord our God with all of our heart. And, and if we would be honest today, we can take inventory and say, do I really love the Lord with all my heart? Is he the center of everything? And, and, and when we find other things that have crept in and become more important, what we can do is we can repent. We can ask Jesus to forgive us, the Lord, for breaking the first commandment. This is a command. This isn't a suggestion. This is the most important commandment. Oh, God, we've gotten to a place where we've uh, reduced this passage to something we just kind of say or believe in our head. But if it's not, something that is true, then we're living a life that is breaking the first and greatest commandment. Uh, may it not be said of us. Hallelujah. Uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. What is your soul? I like to say it like this. Think of this. Um, if, if, if somebody passes away in your family, if, if something there's a tragedy in your life, does the hair on your arm hurt? Um, does your earlobe hurt? No. What hurts? Your soul. Your soul grieves. There's, your soul is, is, is grieved, and it affects your whole life and your whole body, right? And, and, and so 
the soul uh, makes up that which is who we truly are. One day, these bodies will not go into eternity. Either they will go to the ground or go up in the air in the rapture. And so, um, but our soul will go into eternity. It's who we really are. It's who we really are. Do you see how these are the core? And I said this at the beginning of the show that it would cut to the core of who of our identity. This is the core of our true identity and personhood. Yes, our soul will go into eternity. And, and, and so one way to, to look at this, the Bible says, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. Speaking of the Lord. And so does your soul long to walk with Messiah Jesus, to know him, to know our father in heaven? Our father in heaven wants to be our Abba, our daddy. Listen, Jesus, the Lord, when he was praying, and I don't think his prayers went unanswered uh, and very affirmatively uh, they were answered. He, he prayed, oh, father, that they would know you, the one true God in Christ Jesus, who you sent. Right. And so our soul is to long for our creator to worship him and to walk with him and to be pleasing and to pleasing to him and to know him and to experience his, the fellowship we have with him in our lives day to day, through the day, in the night. Uh, you see, we're to be experiencing him. Yes, we're to be experiencing him. And so we're to love him with all of our heart and with all of our soul, with all of our mind. You know, the Bible says the believers in Jesus who are born again, we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Messiah. And with that mind, we can love the Lord. We can we can love our father in heaven. We can think heavenly thoughts. The Bible says, keep your mind on things above. Right. Uh, Where our life is hidden uh, with with the Lord. Our, our life is hidden with him. We are seated next to him in heavenly places. And our mind should be thinking about that. Right. I love the book of Colossians where it takes it talks about these things in uh, Colossians chapter three. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Oh, I love this. Watch, therefore, when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory, with our glorified bodies. No, we're to love him with our mind. Listen, if you're watching for him to come every day and getting ready, I'm looking at the hills of Jerusalem right now. I'm, I'm sharing these things with you on, on the program. And now I would love it if Jesus the Lord would come for us right now in the clouds. Hallelujah. Right? This is the thing we should, be, these are the things we should be think about, thinking about. Kingdom things. Love him with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your what? Of your mind, of your mind. Yeah, I I had a a dear friend and uh, he happens to be an Australian Jewish man. And if I if I told people in the Houston area what business he owns or billboards all over the city, everyone would know who it is, but I'm not going to do that. So anyhow, I, I, I got saved and he watched me radically get saved and start following Jesus. And um, he happens to be an atheist. And, and he said, oh, you've been brainwashed. I said, let me tell you something. 
My brain was dirty and needed to be washed, and so is yours. You need your brain to be washed. Yours is dirty. And so um, we're to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. What does this mean? This means that if, if we really love the Lord and we're keeping this first commandment, our actions will follow our words. Our actions will follow our thoughts. We, we have marching orders. Hallelujah. We have marching orders to, to, to love Jesus, to love people, to, to uh, be great husbands and, and, and women to be wives and children to be obedient children. And we are to be disciples of Messiah Jesus and to go make disciples of Messiah Jesus. We, we have, and that's just a snapshot of, of this life in Christ that we have here on the earth. We should love him, not just with these inward things, but these inward things, if they're authentic and they're really operating under the love of God, will be external. And we will love him with all of our strength. We will order our lives. We will order our lives up to follow after the Lord with our whole heart. We will order our lives up to walk with him and to to love him all the way. Hallelujah. And I just am so thankful today to have this opportunity to have the program with you. And and now what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray with our listeners. I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask the Lord to bless what we've heard today on the program. I'm going to ask him to touch our hearts, to touch our soul, to touch our minds, and that we might, with our strength now, walk out living the life of Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. Would you uh, please pray with me? Oh, Holy Father in heaven, oh, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for showing us the first commandment. And Father, Messiah Jesus' name, I pray you would touch the heart of our listeners, the hearts of our listeners today, the souls of our listeners today, the minds of of our listeners today, giving them a renewed strength. You promise a renewed strength for those who wait upon the Lord. And so, Father, Messiah Jesus' name, I ask you to do that work with this program by your Holy Spirit today and and help us by your grace to keep this first and most important commandment so that then we would be able and have the capacity to keep the second most important commandment to love our neighbor like we naturally love ourselves and want to take care of ourselves that we would want to then bless others we would live a life to bless others bringing them to you and showing them your great grace and mercy and love So thank you for our listeners today. Bless our listeners today and bless this program today. We thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. If there's anyone listening, you've never been born again. You've never received Jesus as your Lord. Remember, we've all sinned against God and there's hell to pay. And the reality is, is God loves us so much that he made a way for us not to have to go to hell. He died on the cross for our sins, living a sinless life. He took our wrath upon himself, was buried, and hallelujah. On the third day rose again. Turn away from your sins. Trust Jesus the Lord as your Savior and watch for Him to come. Here's what we do. We say it this way. Remember as we end the program, this is what we say. Watch therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming. Amen. Thanks for listening today. And please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. 
Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.